Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games, that they're the ones that get you picked. They are the ones, the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked. You need to be playing in a team and starting in a team for those games. It's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team. Every week on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919, 1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the Indo Daily, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Indo Daily, the threat to the life of Jerry the Monk Hutch. The man known as the Monk has been found not guilty of the murder of David Byrne, the Kinnahan gang member who was shot dead at the Regency Hotel seven years ago. The Monk is back on the streets, and the Hutch criminal organisation remain under investigation by Gardaí. So what next for Jerry Hutch? And what of his brother Patsy, who was implicated in planning the Regency Hotel murder in the Special Criminal Court? For the rest of his life, Jerry, Patsy and others, they're never, the threat will never go. They'll never be not looking over their shoulder. I'm Fionn Sheen, and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by Niall Donald, Deputy Editor of The Sunday World, and Ali Bracken, journalist with The Sunday Independent, to discuss the next phase of the Regency investigation and the Kinnan-Hutch feud. Ali, I'll start with you. Where is Jerry the Monk Hutch? Well, at the moment, it's believed he's, he's in the, the inner city, uh, staying with relatives in Dublin, but I'd say he's he's very much on the move. I'd say from night to night, um, that location might might possibly change. It's only Wednesday and he's only out two nights. But yeah, he, he's believed to be staying with, with family primarily and being visited by friends uh, since his dramatic release on Monday. Yeah, now we haven't seen much of him, I suppose, around the north inner city, it's fair to say, since, since over the course of the last decade even. No, I mean... He- like he has been based in Lanzarote where he's had a, a kind of a comfortable life. He has property, he has obviously money and, you know, we don't know the the mind of the monk but we can almost be sure that he's he's not going to stay in the country long. He has spent the vast majority of us of the last decade mostly in Spain. His appearance has kind of changed as well, hasn't it? One of the newspapers this morning has have, have him clean shaven driving a car, so... Look, I think there's just logistical problems in terms of I don't think he had his passport. I think that was seized, you know, as part of the investigation. I'm sure all of that, there's a few technicalities like that. But I, I can't imagine he's staying in the country. But again, we just don't know. Even in the Judge Tara Burns' ruling the other day in the Special Criminal Court, there was reference to the fact that he was potentially even abroad for, for the, the Regency hotel murder. Yeah, I mean, they didn't, if you look back in the trial, they didn't even have a, a phone that may have been associated with Jerry Hutch. I mean, they had evidence of other phones that were used around the Regency, phone traffic between, say, the other two accused, Jason Bonney and Paul Murphy, but they never uh, even 
I targeted a, a burner phone that was meant to be associated with Jerry. So, look, he, he's definitely, uh, people have described him as wily. Um, I think that's fair to say. But that was another, that was a factor in the, in the case for sure that that Jared Hutch's movements on the day of the Regency weren't, the evidence wasn't really put into the court about those those actual movements. You were at the Court of Criminal Justice when the monk was so dramatically released. Yeah. What did you make of that scene? I mean, I thought it was a crazy spectacle, to be honest. You're decades in the business like myself. I haven't seen a, a sort of scrum and that sort of hysteria in a, in a, in a long time. I think I remember for the Joe O'Reilly verdict. It was just very unusual. I mean, Jerry Hutch, whatever way you look at him, has been linked with serious criminality for decades he walked and I saw him walking out of the court and instantly a little old woman came up to him and asked him for a selfie. She got given out to by the guards. You can't take a selfie in here. It's against the law. Um, you know, so then Jerry obviously eventually walked out the door. There's people honking horns. I mean, he looked he looked shook, I think. I don't think, and, and reasonably so, I don't think he expected the level of interest because they do have access to, to TVs in prison and stuff, but not the internet. So it was just very unusual. And he asked to go out the side door, did he? And well, this, this is what's reported, yeah. that he asked to go out the side door. I mean, the, the, the courts service and the guards have accommodated people coming out the side door of the courts before, but mostly witnesses. Um, you know, I don't know if they felt they couldn't accommodate him or wouldn't accommodate him. Um, so he ultimately had to go out the front door even but even walking through the courts building, there were people shouting, "Go on, Jerry!" And I saw uh, one young guard give out to somebody, you know, saying, "What are you treating him like a hero for?" And yeah. it was just an unusual public reaction to somebody involved in a in a criminal trial of that high profile nature. The evidence was just quite unusual. You heard ten hours of Jerry talking on tape, and he kind he almost sounds mournful at times of of the situation that he's in, and um, he. he Rather than being full of bravado, and he sort of speaks mournfully about the death of David Byrne, so it's it's people Irish people can have a funny reaction to outsiders in the system, and maybe people view him like that. But there is another another side to Jerry Hutch. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, and there there are there are people who have who've been in fear of him. It, it it's that notion of the ordinary decent criminal kind of thing. And and I mean. Look, people in the inner city who who would have talked to us would have no problem calling certain drug dealers scumbags and parasites. Jerry Hutch did not behave like that within his own community. He was a person who would sort out issues. He certainly could be hard and heavy on certain people, but a large number of people in the community viewed him in a positive light. He was involved in boxing. So, yeah, there's there's an ordinary decent criminal you know, the traditional, the guys who rob the banks, they're not robbing from the community. They're not, you know, beating people up for drug debts. And they, they have had a, 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 they have been sustained in those communities as well at times, you know. So Ali, like, keeping a low profile, you'd have to say, who wants him dead? I mean, what's the what's the threat? Oh, the Kenhan cartel wants wants him dead. I suppose it, it all, it all essentially stems from, from the murder of, of his of his nephew, Gary, in the Costa del Sol there in, I think it was September 2015. The brutal reality of organized crime, the body of Gary Hutch being removed from the apartment complex on the Costa del Sol, where yesterday morning he was shot dead. 
The 34-year-old was approached by a masked gunman wearing gloves who fired at him. He ran but was chased into the communal pool area where he was shot at least three times and killed. And that was over essentially a, a drugs double cross allegations of Gary being a police informer that the, the Kinnahans made. The monk kind of as the head of the family stepped in, tried to try to resolve it, tried to, to put it to bed, tried to tried to save his, his nephew's uh, life, a nephew he was very fond of by all accounts. Apparently paid money to the Kinnahans to, to spare his nephew's life. Um, assurances were made at, at double cross by the Kinnahans. Gary ends up dead. Jerry essentially then kind of, you know, really pulled back into criminality and dragged into this feud against his better judgment. He didn't really want anything to do with, to do with it. Like he was kind of eyeing up his retirement. But whatever way you look at it, as the head of the Hutch family, Jerry, he couldn't take that lying down. Um, he couldn't be disrespected in that way. And there was there was no way for him to avoid getting getting dragged into this war. And then a few months after that, the Kinahans attempted to murder Jerry in, in a pub in Lanzarote on New Year's Eve. It's one of these incidents that's nobody, it's not as if Jerry Hutch went and made a statement to Spanish police about it or anybody was arrested or questioned. But basically, Jerry was in a pub in Lanzarote with his wife. He saw two guys that he knew from the north inner city. We don't know exactly, but according to sources, these are two guys who are who would subsequently be involved in other cartel murders. Jerry, ever wary, spotted them, thought, what are they doing here? Saw them coming into the pub, saw them leaving. In the meantime, he decided to get up and go, just in case, because he's, he's wary. You can hear him on the tapes, he's always wary. Um, and subsequently, uh, masked men returned with a gun uh, a few minutes later, but Jerry was gone at that point. Um, I think at that up until that point, Jerry had been putting out there that he wasn't going to get involved in the feud, that it was nothing to do with him. And I think that was a, a big determining factor in what was to come. He always seems to be one step ahead of whoever is coming after him, whether that's other other gangs or the Gardaí. Yeah, I mean, you have to be paranoid to last that long, you know, <laughs> in, in that world. I mean, you really do. Ali, any chance that the feud flares up again now that the, that the monk is back out on the streets? Oh, I think Gardaí always have to be to be on their toes and, and be prepared for, for that to happen. The, the Kinnan cartel are under sustained pressure at the moment uh, in Dubai. Indeed, maybe maybe a lot of them aren't even in Dubai, to be honest, at this stage. But of course, they, they have bigger problems. The, the, the Kinnahans, I think those problems are the Americans more so than the Gardaí. But uh, that's a different matter. But look, any opportunity that they can take to murder um, the likes of Jerry Hutch or to murder Patsy Hutch, I think is a, a major target as well, as we know. And the monk walking on Monday is obviously a, a, a terrible result, result for the cartels. So anything they can do to, to flex their muscles, to prove their strength, they will do. And, and the ultimate prize has always been taking out Jerry. Like that is that is number one target. And they still have a lot of drugs on the streets. They still have a lot of guns on the streets. Still have a lot of a lot of people they can hire to to take out the likes of the monk or his or his brother Patsy, but at the same time, easier said than done. And this was an intriguing aspect of the the ruling in the the court of criminal justice. Uh, the the trial judge 
one of three, Tara Burns, says, in fact, a reasonable possibility arises on the evidence that the Regency was planned by Patsy Hutch and that Gerard Hutch stepped in as head of the family to attempt to sort out the aftermath of the Regency, particularly as his own life was at risk. So the judge effectively saying her thesis is that it was Patsy Hutch that planned all this. Yeah, and of course, Patsy Hutch has never been charged, never come before the courts in connection with the Regency. But nonetheless, there was a lot of evidence heard um, from Jonathan Dowdle originally. There was also evidence heard of, for example, a key card used for to, to get into Buckingham Village that was found in Patsy's pocket. There was evidence heard from how uh, Patsy Hutch asked Jonathan Dowdle to book the room in the in the Regency Hotel. And there was also the movement of weapons um, where uh, Patsy Hutch was recorded on on by surveillance meeting uh, an IRA guy who ultimately ended up in possession with the AK-47s. So there was a lot that put Patsy Hutch in the mix. Um, in, in an, and in a way, I suppose what the judge is saying, that there was less of Jerry in the mix in, the, in advance of the Regency occurring. So it was a very, very strong comment from a judge to make on somebody who wasn't before the courts at that moment. What do we know about Patsy? Well, Patsy um, is, is obviously Jerry's brother. He, like like uh, the monk, he would have been in. He would have amassed a number of convictions many, many decades ago. Um, as a very, very young man, as a teenager, he would have not come before the courts for decades since. Uh, Patsy Hutch. Um, I remember when uh, Patsy Hutch was was being mentioned in connection with the Regency and a guy down the road saying, "Sure, couldn't." Patsy Hutch wouldn't be involved in anything he's just put in my carpet and actually that evidence was heard that Jonathan Dowdle used to get Patsy Hutch carpet fitting jobs so Patsy was living a relative a, a normal life obviously um, his son Gary was murdered by the Kinnahans um, you know not to be state the obvious but he was meant to be hugely upset by, the, by his son's death for obvious reasons there's no guard or records of these things, but by all accounts, he became involved in some of the negotiations with the Ginnans that ultimately led to his other son, Patrick Jr., being uh, shot in the leg as, as, as punishment by the Ginnans. And once, in the aftermath of the Regency, you know, Patsy became the prime target, really, for the Ginnans. Um, there was graffiti went up around the North Inner City, for example. Um, if Patsy is killed, the feud is over. So... There was two really, really serious attempts, at least on his life, involving multiple people. Um, elaborate attempts, you know, where people were hired in who had no particular association with the feud to carry out the, the murders, all targeting Patsy. So he became uh, probably the most wanted man living in Ireland. There was others, obviously, like Jared Hutch, who weren't necessarily here. If you walk out the road here, walk down the street, a few hundred metres, you'll see Patsy Hutch's house where a guard of car has been sitting outside since uh, sometime in 2016, 24 hours a day. There's a guard of car there. They, they go and they go and they do it in shifts and they sit out there uh, seven years later. Um, that is the level of threat that is assessed against against Patsy Hutch personally. What's the the next step for, for if you're the Gardaí and the DPP? Is it... Do you have to kind of go back to, to square one, kind of strategize where you go to from here? For for the guards and the DPP and the witness protection program and all of that, 
again, the state has an obligation now, Jonathan Dowdall and members of his family as well will most likely enter enter it. And just because his, his evidence didn't result in what the state wanted, uh, the murder conviction that they that they sought against Jerry Hutch, doesn't mean they can abandon the people who they tried to get help achieve their aim. There's a level of embarrassment, um, the way things have gone, really, from day one of the Regency attack in terms of how it's been handled. But at the end of the day, the state has to protect its citizens, um, and that's coming at a very high cost. But that doesn't mean it can be abandoned. Niall, the Hutches, what next? And will there be blood on the streets? Well, I think... The, there is a broader investigation into the Hutch Organised Crime Group. There's no doubt, as well as the Regency, that that, that is a focus of guard their attention, um, maybe bringing gang members under an, the anti-gangland laws that have been used against the Kinahan cartel extensively. Um, one thing's for certain, though, Jonathan Dowdle is not going to appear in court giving evidence against the Hutch gang members again. And I mean, I do think that that, that would have been a, an active possibility if he, said, if he had performed well, if he had sounded credible, he would have been back giving, potentially giving evidence against more uh, alleged Hutch gang members. That's dead in the water. I, like, I mean, who knows what will happen in terms of the, the violence and the feud. There's no doubt that the Kinnan network of really trusted foot soldiers based in Dublin, that's really been heavily dismantled. But for the rest of his life, Jerry, Patsy and others, they're never, the threat will never go. And um, I don't think there's an immediate, going to be an immediate reaction. Um, like in the in days and weeks, I don't think that's that's really what's going to happen. I think if you can see, even in the Regency, and you sat through parts of it, you need a whole network of people to carry out a proper gangland hit, 16, 17 people or whatever in the Regency, I know 12 directly. Um, so the, the Kinnahans don't have that like they did uh, in Dublin now. But uh, the threat will go on and they'll, you know, they may, they'll never be not looking over their shoulder, you know. My thanks to Ali Bracken and Niall Donald. The Indo Daily was produced by Mary Carl with sound by Niall McMonagall. Archive clips from RTE, News Talk, and Independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review.